0: Hello everybody, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today it is the 26th of May, 2022, and on today's show, uh, rehab updates for both Steven Strasburg and for Joe Ross. Also, we will preview the Nationals' four-game set this weekend that begins on Thursday night as they take on the Colorado Rockies. An opportunity maybe to split some games, not lose a series. That's coming up on today's show and more right after this you are locked on nationals your daily washington nationals podcast part of the locked on podcast network your team every day Once again, Josh Neighbors here, Locked On Nationals podcast. Today, it's the 26th of May, 2022. Glad you are with us here on this Thursday. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. You guys can find the show wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. All right, so before we get down to the Nationals series this weekend with the Colorado Rockies and an opportunity maybe to get a couple games off the boys from Denver. A uh, couple updates here. First, let's go with the positive, and I'll read you guys here from ESPN News and Services. Washington Nationals starter Steven Strasburg allowed three runs and two and two-thirds innings in a rehab start for Class A Fredericksburg on Tuesday night uh, during his first re- rehabilitation appearance since undergoing thoracic outlet surgery last year. The veteran right-hander struck out three batters while walking four, Earlier in the week, Nationals manager Dave Martinez said the club was planning for Strasburg to work uh, four innings and throw 60-plus pitches, finished with 61 pitches, including 31 strikes, and topped out at 94 miles an hour against the old Salem Red Sox. Um, All right, so obviously, you know, Stephen Strasburg in the seven-year $245 million contract, Nationals, you know, are now regretting obviously giving him. But, uh, you know, that that is past history. They can't do anything about that now. Strasburg on the road back, and I've seen some theorizing about hey, when could he make his return? Well, you got to think, you know, if he's pitching now, it should be a couple weeks away. And our our friend Matt Weirich had speculated, I think around June 8th was maybe where he was speculating that could be that's the next, you know, what 12 days here could be. Uh, if he makes a couple more rehab starts, I'll see how you know, I think they're going to be really cautious what what they bring him along, but also the question is, hey. If he's pitching in games, how soon can he come back and do that at the big league level? The Nationals desperately want him back. And so what does that look like to me? Also, it brings up the conversation of what will the Nationals do with their rotation when he does return, right? What is going to be the next kind of step for them when he gets back? How do they handle this? Um, You know, who, who gives up their spot? In the rotation. So obviously, I think a couple guys that are surefire stays, uh, that there's a big three right now that really are your for sure going to stay in the rotation. That is going to be Patrick Corbin, Josiah Gray, and Eric Fetty, and all for different reasons. For me, those three are the guys there because number one, uh, Patrick Corbin is being paid a lot of money to pitch for the Washington Nationals, and he goes every fifth day, and the Nationals need that. And so at least, They've got that going with Patrick Corbin. Number two, it has to be Josiah Gray because of his youth and they want to get him as much experience as possible. And hopefully, you know, he learns it goes the ups and downs of being a big league pitcher this season. He's going through plenty of ups and he's on a downslope right now, but I think it's, you know, you guys have heard me before. I think this is a spectacular learning opportunity for one Josiah Gray right now. So he's got to be there. And then, The last one's Eric Fetty because of how well he has pitched, uh, you know, especially recently. I was talking about Eric Fetty yesterday, but, you know, he has become the best pitcher uh, on the Washington Nationals right now, and there is no arguing about that. His last month has been fantastic. And so when you think about, hey, who has to remain in this rotation for the Nationals? Who needs those reps? Well, Eric Fetty as a potential guy of the future and as a, uh, you know, a trade chip is a guy who needs to be there, and also Josiah Gray, part of the future, and then Patrick Corbin, you're paying him a lot of money. I also want to forget, finally get those numbers to you all. I wasn't able to get them yesterday about Eric Fetty in this month. 27 and two-thirds innings uh, in the month of May. 21 hits allowed, six runs earned that have been allowed, only two homers allowed. Does have 14 walks, but has 23 Ks, 37 ground balls. 1.95 ERA on the month has gotten his, uh, his ERA as a whole down, uh, and it's now around uh, it's 3.55. So yeah, when it comes to Strasburg, that's where I'm at in that situation. With uh, you know the guys have to stay with him, who has to go? So Aaron Sanchez and Joanna Doan are the next two. Look, you're less tied to Sanchez than a in my opinion, and so I would cut him loose. Although I'm not sure how often the Nationals need to keep throwing out Ioana Doan anymore because it really does not seem like it's been going too well for him right now. He's just 23 years old, young guy once again. But this seems like somebody needs a bit more seasoning before they fully cut him loose, uh, you know, and I mean cut him loose like at the major league level, like really turning, you know, or depend on him at least in some fashion. Um, So I would say that is where I'm at, um, you know, with Strasburg. Then you go to Joe Ross and bad news is tightness in his right elbow uh, ended his rehab start that he had. So this is news coming to us, uh, you know, earlier, uh, actually earlier this morning, Patrick Reddington, it says national GM Mike Rizzo had many positive things to say about the rehab starts of Steven Strasburg and Joe Ross. Um, and then double uh, a Harrisburg, I think was Joe's, but Joe Ross, you know, he did experience, um some tightness so you know right uh right uh in that start uh but he did go three innings four k's two hits no runs allowed but it did end uh with some tightness and that's not you know obviously not something you want to see we'll see what this you know what this means for him coming back but the numbers for him were pretty strong we did see him yesterday i think we saw him yesterday in the dugout unless it wasn't him um Yeah, it was it was good to see Joe. You know, it says Joe got pulled out of the game. Got a little tightness in his right elbow. Finished, so he finished three innings and then couldn't go out for the fourth. So they're gonna get MRI on him and hopefully things go well. That's not good. Uh, but but it is it is typical to experience some soreness, right? When you're just getting back out there, elbow soreness. We'll see what that relates to and we'll see if he can continue. Um, you know, I think it's pretty simple when Ross comes back. Hopefully they can get all five guys together, but. You knock Adon out. I mean, this rotation, you know, they're they're, sure we'll talk about it, who should be in the rotation, you know, whatever, once again. But with the way everybody's pitching right now, uh, it's got to be Corbin. It's got to be Ross – or, excuse me, it's got to be Corbin. It's got to be Gray. It's got to be Fetty. And if you can knock out Adon and Sanchez, knock them out of the rotation for Joe Ross and Steven Strasburg. To me, that's pretty simple. It's pretty clean cut, What they have to do right there. All right, quick break here. We'll get to the series coming up this weekend for the Washington Nationals. Today's show is brought to you by the folks at Built Bar. Go to Built.com today. That's Built.com. Use the promo code LOCK15, one LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com today. Uh, they've got Built goat. They've got Built Boost. They've got Built Puffs. they got everything you all could possibly want and need there at Built.com. It tastes good. It's good for you. You all will love it once again built.com today, promo code lock 15 for 15% off on your first purchase. All right. So we know that the nationals have a four game set coming up this weekend with the Colorado Rockies. It is now a weekend, not, not move, but it's a weekend series. And we have to, as we always do figure out where the nationals sit at this moment in time, the nationals are 15 and 30. They are uh, 13 and a half games back of the first place New York Mets. They are six and a half back of the second place Atlanta Braves. They are, let's see, five and a half back of the Phillies. And they are four and a half back of the Miami Marlins. Also, uh, notes here coming into the series, as we always give these right now for the Nationals, they are six and 17 at home. They are nine and 13 on the road. They uh, have a minus 63 run differential. They have won one game, and they are 3-7 and in their last 10. The Rockies, all right, where are they? Well, uh, things have not been going well for them lately. Now, they're not like this awful ball club, but I think this is one where the Nationals can take advantage. They are 20-23. and They are nine games back of the Dodgers. They are seven and a half games back of the Padres. They are four games back of the Giants. They are two games back of the Diamondbacks. They are in last place, as I mentioned. 14-11 14-11 at home, 6-12 and on the road, a minus 33 run differential. They lost their last game, so the L1 is their losing streak. They are 3-7 and in their last 10 games. Um, so, yeah, you know, once again, this team is not very good in the rope. The problem is for the Nationals, they have not been very good at home, and this is an offensive team in the Rockies that's coming in here. They just dropped two of three in Pittsburgh previous to that. They dropped two of three at home against the um, uh, against the Mets. They dropped two of three before that against the Giants. They dropped two of three before that against the Royals. They dropped three in a row uh, to the San Francisco Giants. They dropped two of three to the Diamondbacks. Their last series win was guess who the Washington Nationals. So we count one, two, three, four, five, six consecutive series losing for them. Seven consecutive series. I believe it is now for the nationals coming in to this weekend. So it's a four game set chance, maybe to get us. I mean, I would take anything like if you're a Nats fan, you've got to be taking a split at this point in time, right? With just, how things have been going. You'll take a series split. Um, the nationals losing streak of the series. The last one they won was that giant series that ended on May 1st. Since then they dropped the Colorado series one, the angel series is two. The uh the Mets series is three, Houston series is four, Miami series is five, Milwaukee is six, Dodgers is seven. So that's how that's how we have gotten to where we are at right now. All right, let's set some things up for you all on the weekend. Four games set, 705, 705, 405, and 135 are your respective start times. All these can be seen on Masson. The one exception, if you're out of market, if you have ESPN Plus, you can check out the game on ESPN Plus. On Friday night, seven o five. So your pitching matchups for the opposing team for the Rockies it is going to be Herman Marquez who will make the start. He is off to a really rough start this season. So the Nationals will look to be capitalizing off Marquez, who is one and four so far this year. With a 6.14 ERA, 6.65, the six point one four ERA, six six five the ERA average in the month, and his last start was a rough one. Six innings, eleven hits, five runs, four earned. So nothing awful start, but eleven hits is a lot. Uh, seven Ks in a five to one loss against the Mets. Um, he has given up at least three earned runs in every single one of his starts and has not gone longer than six innings. So, Marquez, uh, you know, especially uh, he's had a couple of rough ones that have been on the road. The Phillies got him on the road seven, uh, seven runs against him, uh, back in April. Uh, also, you know, the, the Dimebacks put four runs on him and a 4-0 win in uh, six innings have worked. They worked, walked four times as well. Uh, that was the last road start he'd made. So we'll see if the Nats can kind of extend the Herman Marquez badge streak, although we do know he can be a really good pitcher, uh, at least by Colorado standards, too. has had a couple of really nice years there in Colorado. We know it's really difficult to do so. Also, the Nationals, uh, going for them. It'll be Patrick Corbin in game one of this series. So the Nationals... We'll send out Corbin, who, you know, was on a good streak, and then things have kind of tailed off for him. 0-7, 6.60 ERA on the year, a 1.69 whip for him. Um, You know, this month has been better than the first month. He had an 8.69 ERA in the the first month of the season. And then now in month number two, it's four eight eight. So things got better, but last two starts have been rough for him. He surrendered 10 earned runs in the last 11 innings, That he has worked, and the Nationals have not won a start that he has made. Forget like like you know attributing wins and losses; they have not won a game that he has started. But let me tell you all: here's how many runs the Nationals have scored in his starts: one zero four two two one three four one. That is absolutely absurd. The Nationals, in his last four starts, have scored a combined five runs. In the previous five starts that he has made, the Nationals scored. It was actually a bit better. Uh, and those five starts, let's see, score, they scored six, 10, 11. So over the course of the starts that he has made um, this year, the nationals have scored 16 runs. It looks like this year in the one, two, three, four, five, uh, the nine starts he has made. So they're averaging below two runs a game per every Patrick Corbin start. They're putting a lot of pressure on him and he has not been pitching. Well, that's usually been a recipe for disaster for the Nats. This year also in the series uh, coming up. So this would be your Friday game. And I like the fact that some of these games, I never know the rhyme or reason to which ones are on ESPN plus, but this Friday game on ESPN plus, if you want to go there, it's going to be Austin Gomber going up against Aaron Sanchez. We mentioned before Gomber actually had a pretty nice start of the year. Two and four, with a 4.11 ERA and a 1.20 whip last start out. Seven, eight, seven hits, two runs, both earned, two walks, 13 ground balls in seven innings and a 2-0 loss against the Mets. So he's actually been off to a really nice start so far this season. And he did pick up a win already on the year against the Nationals. Uh, six and two-thirds, seven hits, two runs, and 10 ground balls and six Ks as well, 94 pitches against the Nats back on the 4th of May. So it'll be his second go-around against the Nats. Had success the first time around. We'll see if the Nats can get to him in his second appearance against the Nats this season for the Nats. It'll be Aaron Sanchez going. I'm not sure about you guys, but I can't wait for him to be out of the rotation. I think I've seen enough Aaron Sanchez. He has had a couple nice moments, but he's three and three with a 7.16 ERA uh, and a 1.70 whip and a 27 and two thirds innings pitch. He has struck out 13 though. Last time out, I do have to mention like it was a, a better start. Um, and the Nationals actually have won three of the games that he started in five, five innings, seven hits, two runs, one homer, two walks, one K got to get 12 ground balls in that game, uh, against Milwaukee. But Before that, he got, uh, you know, got hit pretty good, roughed up a little bit against the Mets. They did win that game and then roughed up also against the Rockies before that. So Aaron Sanchez is just really inconsistent. And he's, you know, a guy that's dealt with injury issues throughout his career too. I think he's better off probably in the bullpen, but somewhere, but the Nationals, Needing a starting pitcher will toss him out there every fifth day, at least for the time being. Then in the fourth game of the series, it'll be uh, Joanna Dunn going for the Washington Nationals against Chad Cole. And, um, you know, he's had a pretty good year two, three and two, 3.67 ERA, 1.27 whip on the year. That's been impressive, but this last month for him, uh, he started off with 1.90 ERA in the month of April, in May, six flat and he's lost the last they've lost the last four games he's pitched into so the nationals might have an opportunity here against him to get things going uh the 29 year old right hand right hander from Delaware is coming back home to the east to pitch yoan adone goes out there he really did struggle adone did in his last time out and it feels like for him it's just you know it's going to be inconsistent he's a young kid who should not be at this level he's one and eight with a 6.97 ERA, but the Nationals so short on pitching, need him out there right now. And, uh, you know, his numbers have been a little better this month, but they, they've they lost the last six games where he has pitched. And uh, he has not made it past five innings. Um, he's made a five full, but he has not made it past five innings in his last, let's see, six starts. Also, he's another guy who's been dealing with the Nationals' bad offense. Last four starts, the Nationals have scored a combined three runs. They had 10-1 loss, 5-1 loss, 4-1 loss, 3-0 loss. So you're saying, oh, well, he's not giving up too many runs. He's also not making it that far into ballgames. That's a huge problem for him, too. And he he walks a lot of guys uh, as well. So we'll see if Adone can keep the ball in the zone on Saturday against um, against the Rockies. And then the final game, of the series, it is going to be Kyle Freeland going up against uh I have to look double check here, Josiah Gray. So Freeland one and four this year with a 4.60 earn run average on the year, a Denver, Colorado native native. Um, he has had a lot better month here of, of uh May. 28 innings, 3.54 ERA. So he's making quality starts in the Rockies have won four of the five games that he has pitched in. Josiah Gray. Really needs a rebound. We talked about it yesterday. If you guys want to hear more about that, uh, you guys can go back to yesterday's show, but he needs a rebound desperately. He's going to face a tough Colorado lineup to try and get that rebound. This is a guy that we know needs to get back on the horse and needs to learn from these bad starts that he's making. So Corbin, Sanchez, Adon, and Gray are going to be starting this weekend for the Nationals. All right, that will do it for today's show. Uh, one more quick word from our sponsors before we get out of here. This show is brought to you by Online and betonline.net if you guys want to bet on this weekend's baseball action you guys can get a betonline and betonline.net today it's the best place to do so when you guys do you'll find a full collection of odds for nascar for football for basketball for f1 uh you know for um uh college futures as well ufc boxing uh javante davis fight this weekend I'm sure you can bet on that over at betonline and betonline.net today bet online it's where the game starts All right, that'll do it for today's show. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Nationals. You guys can follow me at Josh Neighbors underscore. Find the show wherever you get your podcast. And you guys can find us on YouTube as well. That will do it. Till next time, my friends. As always, stay safe.